Hi everyone, I'm Juliette and welcome back to Love Stories Radio. This is a podcast where we answer all your wedding questions, those that you sent us and those that you didn't. If you're listening to this podcast, I have a hunch you're here because you're planning your wedding or you're in a wedding and you want to know the answers to the questions that everyone else is thinking or maybe that you haven't even thought of yet. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to give a few pointers on other episodes to listen to if you're new here. Episode 9 is our most listened to show, so that's a good place to start. We discuss what to do if you don't love your engagement ring. Yikes. Episode 27 is another popular one where we talk about the best thing to wear under your wedding dress. If you have a question you want answered on an upcoming episode, you can email it to questions at lovestoriestv.com, DM us on Instagram at lovestoriestv, or pose it in our Slack group for brides and wedding pros, which you can join at bit.ly slash lstvslack. But it doesn't stop there. Watching real weddings on lovestoriestv.com is the best and the most fun way to plan your wedding. Search and filter tens of thousands of real wedding videos to find the ideas, products, and pros you need for your wedding. Already know your venue? Watch videos of real weddings that happen there to learn about and research other pros who have worked at that same location. Are you comparing two wedding planners? Watch videos of real weddings they planned to get a sense of their work. Need vow inspiration? We got that too. Watching real wedding videos are literally the best way to get ideas for your own speeches, vows, and toasts. If you can't find what you're looking for on lovestoriestv.com, get in touch with us. Send us an email at questions at lovestoriestv.com with your ask, and we'll guide you to the best videographers, florists, cake makers, planners, hashtag creators, you name it, we got it. Welcome to the show, Jove Meyer. I feel um, like we've been wanting you on the podcast for so long, and now you're here, and we're so happy. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> Remember we met, how did we, we, I feel like we like um, cornered you at that Beholden dinner. At the foundry. Was that when it was? I think that's the first yeah. person. I think Juliet and I like creeped up and we're like, hey. Oh, at the table. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're, like, we're new. We're, we're new. At the foundry. We're yeah, new. Exactly. You're, you're going to like And us. then a runway show started and you were like, yeah. we'll talk after. <laughs> that's what we do. We both like get on either side of yeah. people. We're just yep. like, well, it worked because here we are. Yeah. Years later. You're, like literally. Okay, so yeah. for our listeners, Joe Meyer is a planner, event designer, extraordinaire. He specializes in creating events that dare to be different and we're obsessed with everything that you do oh, thank obviously you. you're so kind so you we were here <laughs> okay so I want to know how you got into event planning and designing in the first place and I know you're also an LGBTQ plus advocate so mm-hmm. what was the origin behind that were you like I'm just into events and I want to do that and then did you see an opportunity that was kind of missing for this community yeah well my mind? first job ever in life was at a balloon store oh my god <laughs> 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 I was from a small beach town in southern California and um, it's called San Clemente Balloons okay. and Flowers Aww. and I worked there for four years through high school from age 14 to 18 wow. and I was slinging balloons and making arches <laughs> and 
working for $7 an hour. Um, anyways, so I worked there for four years. I got my driver's license in the company van. Which was amazing. <laughs> except it was wrapped in balloons, and I'm, like, trying to be cool in high school. And there's, like, here I am in a minivan, like, driving my driver's license test, trying to, like, be cool, and I'm That's not cool. So, uh, I love that. so anyways, fast forward, uh, my best friend got married the first summer I moved to New York City, and I was in college, and she said, will you do my wedding? And I was like, of course. So that was the beginning of, of Joe Meyer events was that summer I did three friends' weddings. Wow. Oh, we were raise all, a lot for your first summer. Totally. We were poor college students, yeah, so we yeah. were all straight up DIY, shopping yeah. at Ikea, yeah. Yeah. you know, doing whatever we could. Yeah. And that was sort of the beginning of Joe Meyer events all of 2008. Wow. So you've been doing this a while. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 12 12 years. Oh, my God. I had an aging myself. No. I've been doing it one year. <laughs> <laughs> that was also... A video I know. Such a waste of I'm only 21. <laughs> so that was, like, pre-Instagram and social media, yes, pretty much. Yes, 100%. So what have you seen in those years of doing it? How has the industry and your sort of strategy building these life-changing events, how has it changed for you? I think it's evolved in a way that's maybe a little bit out of control. Mm. I think previously you had a wedding that you really liked, that you felt good about, that felt like you and yeah. your friends and family were there, yeah. and you got your album, and it was pretty private. Yeah. And now nothing's private, and yeah. everyone can see everything that you're doing and all your choices and your linens yeah. and your flowers and your vendors. And so I think the wedding world is totally elevated to a place where now people are thinking, is my wedding Instagrammable yeah, or Instagram worthy? It is, yeah. It's subconsciously performative. Yeah. And we, I totally buy into that. I'm yeah. like, ooh, we could do this, we could do this. What Obviously that? we do too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, everybody, right? Like it's yeah. a place where we want to put on a show in mm -hmm. the best possible way for the people that we love. Yeah. And there's an audience watching. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what? Um, also like, Marcy Bloom told me this once when I first started Love Stories, like speaking of like cornering people, I was like, um, hey Marcy, like can I tell you my regret? <laughs> and she was really generous with her time and she said this thing that always stuck with me. She's like, I hate Pinterest. I was like, what? And she's like, because I, I used to be able to like create things from scratch. Like I would sit down across from yeah. a couple and they would tell me about themselves and they didn't know what they wanted yet. And yeah. now people come in and this they see something on Pinterest and they I want, want it. Yeah. And she was like, okay, like I can recreate that for you, but I want, I'm like an artist. Like mm -hmm. I want to like invent something. Yeah. Um, and I would, that was, it makes total sense now being in the industry longer. But the first time I was like, just assumed it was helpful for yeah. planners for someone to come in and be like, here are my ideas. Right, and it's like, right. you actually don't. But you know what? I think it's swinging back. Hot take. In yeah. what way? Yeah. So I think there's so much content, content out there. Yeah. Like yeah. people are overwhelmed by it to the yeah. point where like I can't dig through all of this. Yeah. Like maybe I have like one idea of a thing I like, but I yeah. this is too much and I wanna just enlist my trust in the expert. Yeah. At least that's I how think, I feel. Yes, yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I love Pinterest in that it is a place where you can search for everything you're looking for. Yeah. But the problem with Pinterest today, when it started it was great. Yeah. Is now it's all the same thing. Exactly. Like, it yeah. seems like Pinterest exactly. has an agenda. Like exactly. Pinterest is totally pushing the 
trends they want to yeah. see as opposed to what you search well, they're for. They're pushing what gets clicked. Totally, because right. then there's money on their end. But mm-hmm. for me, when I work with a client, I do ask them to send me ahead of our first date, which is basically our first meeting. We don't have yeah. meetings at Joe Environments. We have I dates. I love Because we're dating. I'm getting yeah. to yeah. You know, yeah. we're a throuple for as long as it takes. A thousand percent. Um, sometimes I wish it would be longer. That's, <laughs> sometimes I wish it was shorter. But um, I asked for 25 images. Yeah. And I say that I want 25 images that inspire the couple's style yeah. and taste, whether it's architecture, art, nature, design, mm-hmm. fashion. I do not want a Pinterest board with 25 pictures yeah but I think it's helpful for people who don't have a vocabulary in the wedding world to be able to find an image that they like yeah but it's our job as a professional then to dissect that image yeah and instead of assuming you want to recreate that image my question is what in this image do you love the most yeah and sometimes they'll be like the forks and I'm like what you shared a picture of this huge flower arrangement (laughs) that was so unattractive and thank god you said the fork (laughs) So, you know what I mean? Like, it's a weird... People are weird. Yeah. And not to, like, plug love stories, but, like, whatever. Obviously, I (laughs) I thought of it. But the reason that I like the video... That I think the videos are so powerful is because, like, when you are feeling overwhelmed by many kinds of forks or, like, many balloons, it's like... You listen to the vows, and you're like, oh, okay, there's, like, more Mm -hmm. in here. There's, like, more to this. Like, obviously, it's very practical, like... It's the best way to see a venue. Like, it's the best way to get, like, a look and feel. I mean, personally, I think it's, like, if you watch a video of one of Job's weddings, like, you're going to experience it in a different way than the pictures. But I also think it brings you back to, like, why weddings, like, matter. Like, when you hear the speeches and the vows and you can see the first look, like, in video form. And, like, I feel like Pinterest, like... To your point, it can just be like picture, picture, picture. It's performative. Like, yeah, yeah, it's like overwhelming. So um, sometimes no. you just need to remember like. It's about the love in the room. The like that's the, the foundation. That's the meat and the potatoes. Yeah. But you do need a bowl to eat it with. Yeah, and fork exactly. And, and a table yeah. and you need to see it. Like, you want your love to 100%. 100%. But I think, you know, that's the main thing to remember yeah. is like in spite of everything and when you're in the thick of all the crazy family drama like it's about the love in the room yeah Yeah. and go with your gut like if you're stuck deciding between your six favorite linens yeah don't lose sleep over it yeah literally trust your team or go with your gut like I like that shade of white yeah (laughs) no one is gonna be nobody you know what I mean like don't ruin your engagement because you're crazy about your wedding planning process like don't push your lover away (laughs) it's what they should say good sound bites in this episode already (laughs) but so you you asked part of the question which we didn't get to is like you're also an lgbtq advocate Mm -hmm. and so like talk a little bit about what that means because you're not just planning those you're planning weddings for all for all all couples. couples so talk a little bit about how you think about that in terms of your business in your brand. When I started in the wedding industry, uh, gay marriage was illegal in the United States so of America. Isn't that crazy it, to yeah, think about? It, it was illegal. I grew up wanting to marry a woman. Every TV show, every movie, yeah. every love story, every book in America ever written that I've been exposed to yeah. from a young age was about a man and a woman. Yeah. And I never saw love in the world that looked like what I wanted. Yeah. So I never pursued it. And I was in the closet, and it's a whole other depressing yeah. story Hi. for another time. another time. But then I'm working in a world where I realized it is so heteronormative. Yeah. And none of the people I'm working with or hiring have a space for me. 
And part of it was it wasn't legal in New York, but mm-hmm. it was it, it was legal earlier on in Massachusetts. Yeah. And then even when it became legal in New York, the language, the images, all of it was still bride, 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 yeah. bridegroom, bridegroom, bridegroom. Mm-hmm. And to me, I just felt like it was hard enough for me to finally come out and be myself. Yeah. And now one day if I fall in love and get married... I'm going to go through all that struggle again in trying to plan what is supposed to be one of the happiest events of my life. Mm -hmm. And so I felt like nobody deserves that. Gay, straight, nobody. And so I decided that there to be the voice that was missing in the industry. There are gay planners. Some of the most iconic planners in the world are gay men. Yes. But just because Mm -hmm. you're a gay man or a gay woman doesn't mean you're an advocate. Doesn't Mm -hmm. mean you speak up or stand up for those who are powerless. And to me, it became a mission Mm -hmm. as part of my business to give a voice to the voiceless and to help educate people who I think are well-intentioned. Yes, They're just used to doing it the same way for the last however many years that they don't know. Mm -hmm. Like, you Mm -hmm. sent me a DM the other day that was so useful. I'm looking at our, like, analytics, you know, and it's like women are mostly using love stories. For sure. And so then I start to say, right, even though we feature and highlight and have on our platform tons of gay weddings sure. and tons of lesbian weddings. But like I see our users being women. So I start to say brides to be, and by saying it, you perpetuate it. Even if you don't need to like, like, so we had this event last night at floor beer. Yeah. They sell wedding dresses, which are mostly being worn by women 100%. or people who identify as a woman. But like, if we say brides to be, then like what the guy who wants to come, whether he's the husband of, in a hetero couple or he's you know marrying another man he wants to wear a wedding dress or doesn't want to wear a wedding dress yeah, wants to come. Like, he's not going to come if we say that yeah. and we want whoever to come wants to come and so it's mm-hmm. like an important reminder yeah. that like what you say matters even if it's like not your intention or not even even if our platform is really inclusive mm-hmm. like every word matters yes. well words have power yeah. and words have yeah. meaning it sounds so obvious but you make mistakes if you're not reminded and for some people they're like Joe that's so extreme and I sort of say, what's extreme is that I had to hide who I was for 30 oh, years of my life. I know. And now as an adult, like, yeah. I'm in this industry, how can I not speak up for people yeah. who've yeah. already been repressed their whole life? Yeah. And now when they want to get married, they have to reach out to a vendor and go back to the day of coming out and mm-hmm. come out That's to every true. single vendor yeah. and be like, will you, we love your work. We think you're amazing. By the way, we're... Gay, is that okay? So I can't. It makes my stomach turn. I mean, yeah, we, it's we, terrible. We yeah. encountered it. I know there's like, someone reached out to us recently. They found a vendor. They didn't find them on Love Stories. They found them somewhere else. This cake caterer would not do their wedding because I think it was a lesbian wedding actually. And so they they went to all the platforms to us to the Knot to Wedding Wire and said, they "I see them listed person. on your site." Yeah, and we said. And they didn't find them on our site, but we were like, thank you for telling us. We're like, we're going to confirm, you know, like, mm-hmm. look sure. into this. Do and we reached the vendor and said, like, someone said that you wouldn't work with them because they were a lesbian couple. Like, is that true? And they were really nice. They were like, yeah, it is true. Like, it goes against beliefs. We're like, we're so sorry. Like, you, we're going to take your page down. Yeah. They were actually, like, weirdly nice about it. I don't know. But, like, it's just, and I was really glad that that couple, like, Reached out. Reached out. Because, you know what, not everybody's going to do that, but, like, it's Mm -hmm. important to us. I know it's important to a lot of the wedding platforms, and, like, we won't know until people tell us. Mm -hmm. And we're not, like, we didn't start, like, 
I didn't say the things I would have wanted to say to that caterer, sure. mm-hmm. but we just took it down and yeah. told them we were, and like that's what matters. With your beliefs, yeah. yeah. Like we're not. That's not the kind of business we run. Yeah, you know, you have to you have to serve everybody. And um, it's something I'm working on now is creating um, a pledge to practice, which is yeah. basically like a list of the ten things you pledge to practice as a business. Yeah, and if you can't sign that pledge mm-hmm. then we won't work together yeah I love that and, and you'll share it with everyone I'd love to yeah, yeah I mean it's a, I'm trying to yeah. figure out what the best way is and yeah. I mean inclusivity not just with same sex couples no, yeah. but with people of color people of yes. different faith people of different sizes like yeah. inclusion has to be inclusive mm-hmm. it yeah. can't be like inclusively yeah. exclusive <laughs> like yeah. you have to love only That's gay people but not people of color understand. and not people of a different faith than yeah. you like mm-hmm. just because you don't understand it doesn't mean it's bad yeah that's the thing. I hear sometimes, which I don't like. I've had had more than one videographer tell me they're like, um, "There's certain I only like to shoot weddings where I get to meet and engage with the bride and groom. I don't like to shoot weddings where just the planner or just the mom hires me because if the bride and groom aren't interested in me being there, I don't get good work, oh, and then I can't like share it. And so they said they were like, "I don't. I feel a little nervous saying this, but I'm just gonna say it." I don't like to shoot Indian weddings because a lot of the time there's 700 person weddings with huge budgets and a planner hires me the videographer and I never get to meet the bride and groom and I the output isn't the kind of video I want and maybe I could just do it for the money but then I don't want to put it on my website because it doesn't match and blah 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 and when they first said it to me I was like just so offended and I was like thinking about it a lot and I was like I guess you don't have to work with people who aren't your style, but you need to tell them why. You need to say, 100%. like, listen, I only like to work with weddings where, like, I where can I sit can with a couple with and client. we can be yeah. a throuple or yeah. whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, and so once he explained why, I was like, okay, well, one, you should phrase this differently. It has mm-hmm. nothing to do with the fact that it's an Indian, Indian wedding that yeah. you don't want to shoot no. it. You don't want to shoot seven. It's a relationship like, that doesn't work for you. Creatively. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think that vendors sometimes can be really fast to be like, well, I, I, can, I can decide who I work with. It's like, yeah, but why are you deciding? Yeah. If you're deciding because it's not your style or you only like to shoot indoor images or something, fine, mm-hmm. but you can't equate those. I don't, that's like the scary thing is when people right. are like, well, don't I get to choose? It's like, yeah, but only you only get to choose some criteria. Yeah. You can't choose because mm-hmm. you don't like who they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, it's scary that people like, yeah. can't tell the difference. I think you can definitely, as an artist or creative, talk about your process. Mm-hmm. And this is how I work. And this is how I create what you're, what you love, and what you want. Yeah. If you're unable to work in these parameters, perhaps we're not a good fit. Yeah. And that's sort of what it has to be. But I think sometimes people get nervous to say like, "This is how I create. Yeah. Totally. This is my process." Yeah. But I also get it from the planner point of view. Like I, when we hire videographers, most of the time the couple doesn't necessarily like. Maybe they'll have an initial meeting. Yeah. To see if the vibe is right. Yeah. yeah. But that's it. They don't want to hang out with them. They don't want to have lunch or dinner with them. Yeah. They want you to like come, document, and send the video. That's why they hire jokes. They want to hang out with Joe. They want Joe. I mean, <laughs> sounds good to me. <laughs> so, yeah. but I get it. Like the videographer wants a relationship with a couple yeah. to capture something that they know. Yeah. But at the same token, like there's 15, 20, 30 vendors, well, and not okay. everyone can have a personal relationship yeah. with a client. And if you're at a certain level, this client's working 60, 80 hours a week yeah. and barely mm-hmm. responds to my emails. Exactly. Like, when are they going to have time 
to have yep. tea with you. It, you no, know what I mean? It's not, to me, it sounds yeah. really wild, but like yeah. you learn, the more people you talk to, you learn like things you're like, whoa, I would have never yeah. thought that. Mm-hmm. Totally. People are weird. I know. So do you, um, what's the breakdown of your weddings, like, um, same sex to straight weddings that you're planning? It's fascinating. I don't, it's like 80% same, or 80% straight couples, yeah. 20% same sex yeah. couples. But the breakdown of same-sex couples in America, I mean, we're one in seven yeah. human beings in the world. Right, I know. So it's not as though it's 50-50, you know, we're yeah, not there. Totally so right, it, yeah. it's in alignment with mm-hmm. sort of the stats yeah. of where we're at. Yeah. But I also think when gay marriage became legal, we had so many out of the gate. It was yeah. such an exciting time. Yeah, yeah. But now that it's more normalized, I think same-sex couples are deciding, you know, do we spend the money on a wedding? Yeah. Or if we want to have kids... Do we spend it on that? Because mm-hmm. people don't know that. adoption and surrogacy for same-sex couples. No. Men is harder than women because yeah. they have the ovens. They can, yeah. you know, they, <laughs> More can, they got the goods. Sperm yeah. is cheaper than, yeah. you know, an oven, yeah. renting an oven. <laughs> so but, true. you know, for two men, it can be anywhere from eighty to $150,000. So it's like we could have a wedding. Or we get a baby, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, or we could buy a house. Yeah, right. So it's different. And I think for me, every couple's the same. I don't care yeah. if you're straight, if you're yeah. gay. Like, I want to celebrate your love and I want your wedding to look like you, to feel like you, to taste like you, to smell mm-hmm. like you, yeah. to be you. Yeah. You know, it shouldn't be your mom or your dad or your mom's or your dad's or your aunt's or your uncle's. Mm-hmm. Like, it should be yours. Yeah. So on that note, what is the process like when you're helping couples create this sort of personalized to them kind of wedding so we have our first date um a first date happens once you have a date and a venue so now we know season we know what the space looks like and we meet over cocktails for two to three or more hours depending <laughs> on how many cocktails are consumed and that's the point where we review all the images that they have sent me i ask for them a week in advance i upload them to an ipad i like study them all in detail and then i bring a notebook it's the only time I use paper in my business. We're a paper-free company, but um, I don't think a computer is the right way to engage on a first date. Yeah. And so I bring a notebook, and we literally discuss every component of the wedding. Mm-hmm. I send them the questions in advance, so they, as a couple, can have a you know, it's not the first time they talk about it. And we go through everything. And my main thing is I make no assumptions on how you want to celebrate. Mm-hmm. As long as there's food and alcohol, everything else is flexible. Yeah. So the question isn't what band do you want it's yeah. how do you see yourself dancing yeah. to a DJ or to a band yeah. yeah. do you like cake mm-hmm. or are you more pie or more cookies not you're gonna have a wedding cake and this is who's gonna make it Yeah. it's not my job to tell people how to celebrate yeah. it's my job to absorb who they are and then translate that into a party that reflects mm-hmm. their love yeah. and so that's the joy for me and so many people are like this is so refreshing it's like I mean, we're just talking and, and having so fun and so much like the wedding industry in general, like, people are like, can I do this? What's yeah. the etiquette for this? Sure. Which is just, like, ingrained from this whole... From movies and TVs yeah. and all the things that you think it has to be. Yeah. And, like, do I have to use this chair? And I'm like, no, that chair's ugly. Yeah. You yeah. know? <laughs> Unless you think it's pretty, then right. we should use yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll work it into the design. Yeah. You know what I mean? But to me, that's the joy of it. It's, like, yeah. melting away or chipping away at yeah. those. So the mm-hmm. first date, no parents are allowed. Both. That was going to be... No parents are allowed. That's my question. So no parents. And so what if, like... So this is sort of back to our conversation before. So let's say a couple wants to hire you and the... Like, this would have... Like, in the 
groom, this is a little off fashion, but I'm just asking, and the groom's like, I trust you, like, you love Joe, like, go. Right, so it's not a good for the first for date. For the first date. Yeah. After that, we see a lot of in straight couples groom drop off, for sure. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. For sure. Like, they disappear until the band conversation yeah. or, like, a month before the wedding. Yeah, but he's got to care enough First to date show up. is a non-negotiable. And the mom can't come. So no, no, no moms and daughters. Unless the couple tells me I 100% trust and align with everything mm-hmm. my mom wants. Like, yeah. we are the same person. Yeah. Then I will say, if you think that that's okay with your fiance and we're all going to be on the same page and she's not going to be fighting you at yeah. any turn, yeah. then she can come. But I make it, like, crystal yeah. clear. Do pe- are people um, self-aware enough to get it right? Like, 50-50. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I also usually know because sometimes if the mom reaches out to me instead yeah. of the kid, then yeah. I'm like, I know who's controlling mm-hmm. this cruise ship. Yeah. You know? like, <laughs> and I'm just your little dancing donkey. <laughs> And someone whose mother planned her, you know this about me, right? That I didn't go to my wedding venue till the day before. I did I didn't not taste know any that. of the food. I but did I, not know that. I am actually what you're describing, where like my mom and I like everything the same. But so I, I speak for the, I speak for the minority of people who like <laughs> want their mom. But I'm just yeah, always curious. You trusted like, her. You yeah, implicitly so trusted her. So I just her. ask questions through my like experience. Your lens, lens of yeah. course. <laughs> I think there's that that. Person oh, exists. Mate, there are people, there's gotta be some wedding planning dads out there. Never happened to me right. in two weddings, <laughs> but you never know, right? Like, you never know. It is a possibility. Um, my thing is, like, as long as you're on the same page and that mm. person supports you and your vision, yeah. and they're really aware that it's not their party, yeah. <laughs> they, might, they might be paying for it and it might be their party in their brain, in their mind. but it's not gonna look like them, feel like them, taste like yeah. them, smell like them. Like, yeah. It's not about them. Yeah, okay. Um, I yes. But that's sort of the process. So we yeah. drink a lot, we talk a lot, yep. I take copious notes, and mm-hmm. then I take a couple weeks and I go back to the drawing board um, and I put together a full budget and a full visual design deck to match the budget mm-hmm. based on everything we talked about. And you said you want them to have a venue before they come to you? Well, no, that's um, the first day happens after a venue and a date. So some oh. couples come to us with a venue and a date, some couples are like, We've done nothing, I and see. we're happy to work with couples in okay. any capacity, yeah. Yeah. but we don't do a first date until the date is booked and the location yeah. is booked. I see. Otherwise, what are we talking about? Yeah. Like, you could be getting married right. here, there, mm-hmm. anywhere, everywhere. We're yeah. just going in circles. Yeah. Um, and we also encourage people not to buy any wardrobe until mm-hmm. after so our first true. date, yeah. so unless they already have it, and then we have to design everything around it right. if it doesn't seem to fit. Yeah. Right. We've had that. One of our brides had to buy a new dress. Because she bought a dress so and it was funny. beautiful, but we designed together a bohemian wedding. Yeah, and her dress was like the most classic ball gown That's dress so in funny. the world. And I kept being like, "Hmm, some, one thing is not like the That's other." So <laughs> and so she's like, "I know. I fell in love with this dress before I hired you. Before I had a venue." And Isn't now, so wow. she bought a new dress. I mean, she sold that dress. Yeah, and yeah. The new dress, and the new yeah. dress was like perfectly exactly what yeah. it should have been. Right. I've said yeah. that. I feel like we've talked about this once in a podcast, like someone's asking this, so I was like, you want to wear your ball gown on the beach? You wear your ball gown on the beach, but... It's like, not going to be comfortable. Yeah, like, it's not... <laughs> Stand you can everywhere. be happier if your wardrobe fits the venue. Yes, like, totally. you can make it do you. Totally. Like, you probably won't enjoy that ball gown as much no. as you think... As much as you did it at Kleinfeld, once sure. you did it in the sand. A ball yeah. ground is for a ballroom. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. Made for a reason. Yeah, but also, yeah. whatever. If it makes but you right, happy. Right, If you're into yeah. it, do it. So are we. Just don't yeah. complain that your feet hurt on the sand. Yeah, and exactly. Sand that you can't breathe and you're sweating. Like, all right. the things we told you. Or that there's sand yeah. in the glitter. Right? But if you feel great, feel great. Right. Exactly. That's it. <laughs> okay, I don't know.
don't know if you can share many details, but I want to know what's the most fun wedding you've worked on. Um, fun is an interesting word, yeah. but I would say we were really fortunate. We did AD Bryant's wedding, and she's a comedian, and her so husband sad. is a writer and a comedian. And to be honest, it was one of the most fun weddings I've ever done. It was definitely the funniest yeah. wedding, and it reminded me to like not... Like, not everything has to be serious mm-hmm. and so formal and so stuffy. Yeah. Like, I laughed harder in that wedding than I have in years. Like, I realized I might have abs <laughs> at, at, at her wedding um, because it was just, like, laughter and humor and joy in the best possible way. Like, I even in their that. ceremony, in their vows. Yeah. Like, it just was, like, such a joyful reminder that, like, why do people get so serious and crazy? Like, I'm not a lawyer. This isn't a legal hearing. Like, loosen up. Have a little fun. You know what I mean? Like, enjoy the process and enjoy the company and, and find love and laughter. And that yeah. one was definitely one of the most... I mean, they didn't really dance. I'll be honest. They were all, like, talkers. Yeah. Um, but it was hysterical. Yeah. I mean, it was And that so was funny. in Williamsburg? It was at yeah. the White Hotel. The White Hotel. Yeah, yeah. 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 Me too. I'm seeing it. Yeah, and she so just, the, together they picked what made them happy. And yeah. that was it. It was like, you know, this makes me happy, that makes me happy. Yeah. And yeah. that was it. It wasn't like, what should I do to make other people happy? Or yeah. how can I do this to make my parents happy? Or what's going to be happy on the internet? Like, absolutely yeah. not. It was yeah. like, what makes us as a couple happy? And I kind of love it. They said from the beginning, we don't want to share our images with anybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like... I get it. It's yeah. your day, yeah. and it should be private if yeah. that's what you want. And I do think the pendulum is swinging yeah. mm-hmm. in that direction. We had a couple that got married last year, and from day one, they were like, okay, where is this going to be featured? Mm-hmm. What are we doing? Where is it going? And I was like, you got it. If that's your goal, like we can mm-hmm. work that out. And then they got their albums back, and they got their videos back, and they said, we don't want to be featured anywhere. Yeah. We want to keep this... Yeah. Just for us. Yeah. And my heart broke a little because it was such <laughs> yeah. a pretty wedding. I know. But I also was like, I get it. Yeah. Totally. Like, if I were to be married, I don't yeah. know what I want anyway. You know, like, it's yeah. so private and special. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I get it. How would you describe your couples? I know they're so different, but what is sort of like the central theme and how do you define that right fit? Yeah. I think our couples are creative. Mm-hmm. I think our couples want to do something fresh and different and unique. But the word they all have in common is fun. They want a big fucking fun party. Yeah. Um, that happens to be a wedding. Yeah. yeah. You know, they're not classic. They're not traditional. Yeah. They're not f- hyper formal. Yeah. Um, those are not my people. Mm-hmm. And so you met, we were chatting a little bit before. So let's be like transparent. Like if you're going to hire a wedding planner to the caliber of Jove, like you're not planning like a super low budget wedding. Like it's just no, a reality. Sure. Everybody knows that. Like totally. if you are hiring if you're hiring any wedding planner, you have some budget. Yeah. And if you're hiring someone like Jove, you have some resources. So like that must be really interesting to your point of people who like have some resources but don't want something traditional, formal, yeah. something you would think of as a I'm using for your like fancy yeah. you know wedding. So and you were, we were talking about this a little bit, so where do people find you? And, like, 
what, where does this, ca- who is this sort of category of person yeah. and like how do you get connected with them? I think there's a new wave of couples that yeah. are not um, in love with ballrooms mm-hmm. or hotels or the plaza, the pier, you yeah. know, like that's not their vibe. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that vibe. It's a beautiful vibe. Yeah. And I think that there are a ton of planners who love that vibe yeah. and thrive mm-hmm. in that black tie vibe. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's not my vibe. Yeah. And so we don't put that kind of work out there. We don't yeah. put that energy out there. Yeah. I mean, I'm wearing a tie-dye sweater. Yeah, this is like what I would wear to a client meeting. Yeah. I don't show up in a tux yep. and have lunch with my clients at, well, Barney's is dead. But you know what I mean? Like yeah. somewhere like, wah, yeah. wah, 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 What's wah. your, like, what's your, like, bar? What's the yeah, bar that, like, represents? Yeah. Like, That's an interesting question. Restaurant, like? So I ask all my couples to bring me to their favorite bar. So you can get their set. Because it's not about me. Yeah, okay. They're not or planning what are some of yeah, Where are people taking you? People who are a great fit with you, what kind of places are they taking you? I mean, to be honest, my favorite place to go is their apartment. Yeah. More than course. a bar. Yeah. Because yeah. at their apartment, I get yeah. to see who they really are. Yeah. And how they live and what yeah. their furniture yeah. choices are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I might be, like, oversharing, but I go granular. Yeah. Like, I look at everything. Oh, are they neat? Are they unorganized? Designer. Are they yeah. dirty? Like, did they prepare a cheese plate? Sparkling water? Still water? Yeah. Did they forget I was coming? Like, yeah. who yeah. are yeah. 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 Are there fresh flowers or dying plants? Like, yeah. who are you yeah. as yeah. a couple? Yeah. 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 And there's yeah. no judgment, but it's like I can then pull all yeah. these nuggets together yeah. about uh-huh. them. But, yeah. I mean, bar-wise, it really just depends. I think in Brooklyn, there's a bar called Diamond Reef that I really love. Okay. Um, in the city... If I'm going to be, like, very iconic, the Campbell apartment is such a fun experience for people. But I think it just depends. You know, are you a martini person, a cocktail person, a beer person, a wine person? Um, They're a apartment that makes a ton of sense. Totally. I don't take anyone out. I mean, I will yeah. foot the bill, but like yeah. they, I want to know where they want to go. Yeah, yeah. And then again, I see the food they order. Are they ordering highbrow or everyday food? Yeah. Are they like trying to impress me or is this who they are? Yeah. Do they have one drink or seven drinks? Yeah. So then I'll know on the wedding night, like how much water they need. You know That's what I mean? So like, funny. I'm, I'm so literally funny. absorbing. They have no yeah. idea. They think yeah. I'm just taking little notes, but yeah. I am like, like yeah. I look at the shoes that they're wearing. I look yeah. at the clothes <laughs> that they're wearing. I look at how they like... When we meet, do we hug? Do we handshake? Who's yeah. taking the lead? Who's more quiet? Mm-hmm. Why are you being so quiet in this? Like, it's, yeah. it's fully it's really on, like, studying humans, which is a big part of the job that I love. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my I God. It. I know. Now everyone knows my dirty little secret. <laughs> no, I mean, it makes perfect sense. As you're saying it, you're like, oh, of course. But, like, But you don't think that when you meet a planner. Yeah. You don't think yeah. that they're judging yeah. you head to toe. But yeah. I And judging is a strong word. Analyzing is yeah. really yeah. all it is. Yeah. Yeah. And it's because I want to know who you are. Yeah. Where you shop, what you eat, what yeah. you drink, so that I can translate that into your wedding. It's not like yeah. I'm dating you. It's mm-hmm. not like, you know, I'm here to be like, are we a good match? <laughs> like, you yeah. already found someone you're marrying. Right. Can I ask one more question that I like to ask um, planners? So, like, there's a lot of terms. There's, like, event designers, there's event planners, there's yeah. event coordinators. I think in the industry, we sort of, like, have an understanding of, like, where people fit. But, like, talk about that a little sure. bit. Like, when someone hires... You are a designer and a planner, and yeah. like, tell us what what. And you just mentioned like serving people water on their day. Like, yeah. what do you sort of do, and like, how do you think about those different roles, and and what people should look for based on what they want? 
I think that the word planner gets really confusing and you hear from it what you want. (laughs) But in reality, I think the base level is like a venue manager or a venue planner. Yeah. And that person, literally their sole job is to look after the venue and it's toilet paper, it's heating, it's AC, it's it's, that's their job. They're employed there. Yes. But sometimes when a venue says we offer a planner, the couple thinks way differently Mm -hmm. yeah so I always say like ask for a list of what they do and what they don't do Mm yes because that's the list you want to focus on yeah and then are those things you or a family member can or want to do or then do you want to hire someone yeah so that's the basic like venue planner yeah and then there's this month of day of planner which is basically someone who comes in you as a couple do all the work for your wedding They wrap it up in a bow, make your timeline, confirm the vendors, and manage the day for you. Yeah. That's like a base level planner that I recommend everyone should have. So you're not, this is my story, I always tell, do not be the bride in your wedding dress directing people onto the bus. No. Please don't be that. It's It's not not cute. It it just. And you'll get dirty from the bus. Don't do it. Um, (laughs) And you need someone there because the thing about transportation is like if that goes wrong, everything goes wrong. You can't be. You can't start a party if nobody's there. Your wedding day, except for like showing up, and looking fab and and feeling fine. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the month of day of, and then you have people who do like partial, which is sort of for the couple that started, thought they could do it all on their own, and then (laughs) they ran out of gas real quick or not real quick, and that's the person that's going to come in and like help you know triage find the rest of the other <laughs> vendors for you triage and then yeah. manage your day right. and then the for the busy couple or the couple that just doesn't have the time or energy yeah. a full service planner yeah. is going to work with you from start to finish yeah. to understand who you are your goals your objectives mm-hmm. and match you with the right vendors yeah. and manage them start to finish yeah mm-hmm. A planner designer, which right. is the world that I work in, right. does the logistical components for you, every vendor you need for your day, yeah. but also creatively, yeah. I want to tell a story visually from yeah. start to finish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a typical traditional planner may hire a designer, okay. or they may lean on the florist yeah. or the stationaire to really yeah. guide creatively where you're going. Right. Whereas the joy for me, I'm good at planning, but I love designing. Mm-hmm. I love creativity. I love coming up with the story from start to finish and little moments of wow and how to shock and awe your guests yeah. and yourself. And so that's sort of a difference. And I think yeah. you have to be really clear because I think there's a new wave of people who say they do both as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. But it, I think you have to clarify again, what is it you do and what is it you don't do? Yeah. Yeah. Like I physically don't make the stationery. I don't make the flower right. arrangements. I don't make the light but I put together all the designs and mm-hmm. the visuals mm-hmm. and then hire the team that will bring mm-hmm. that vision right. to life within your budget. Yep. Yeah, totally. that's so helpful. I think it's really, yeah. I think it's something people really don't understand. Mm-hmm. And For like, sure, it's complicated. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm an interior designer and an architect. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the right and the project left, manager, right. maybe and not the, architect. Like, yeah. the accountant. Like, <laughs> and the, the accountant. Again, I understand, you know, it's a resource thing, but planners, I'm just using their planner now, are going to help you actually save money. So you're going to put out some money to hire the planner, but like things that you, all the time and energy you think you're doing to save money, they actually know. They actually like know all the vendors. They know what's like going to make a big impact. They know how to spend money more wisely. So you might spend more like total dollars, but you'll spend them smarter. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? When people are like, 
this is a thing I spent money on my wedding that like felt like a waste. Like if you have a planner, you're gonna not you can you're not gonna say sure. that because they'll exactly. know that you're gonna think it's a waste and talk you out of it in a lot of cases. And mm-hmm. we do part of like the last activity in our first date. I mean, I'm just giving away all my secrets here. <laughs> it happens. You can Venmo me. My Venmo is Joe Meyer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, buy my book now on I don't know I don't have a book but anyways <laughs> I was like do you have a book yeah, I don't know I would love to have a book I don't know what to write about um, some book book editor culture yes call me please I'd love to talk over coffee about my book um, so the last thing we do is after we've discussed every vendor and every component is I have the couple rate every category yeah and they do it really at the smart. same time so they don't influence one another and they're always like what do you mean and I'm like go with your gut and I count down so they get really nervous and they can't (laughs) overthink it it and they shout it out so I'll say like flowers and so five is the most important one is important because nothing is not important but not everything is as important so I'll say flowers one two three and then they have to say any number between one and five and it's really fun because then they look at each other when they're like Similar when they both say four or they both say uh-huh. three. Yeah. But when one says one and one says five. <laughs> what are the things that are most commonly, um, they're really uh, far apart from each other? It, honestly, everyone's different. Okay, it's, yeah. Straight couples and gay couples also are very different. I yeah, find like a lot of same-sex couples are much more aligned yeah. on things. Yeah. Um, whereas straight couples, you have the typical like flowers, you know, she'll be like, five! And he'll be like, two. Yeah. And then I'll be like, just say five for her. Yeah, <laughs> you know right, what I mean? Right. Or when we talk about beauty, it's yeah. always really funny because yeah. it really is nothing to do often with the man if yeah. it's a straight couple. And she'll say five, and he'll either be quiet if he's smart, mm. or he'll say five, but sometimes he'll be like, one. And she'll be like, what? You don't want me to be beautiful? And I'm like, I don't think that's what he's saying. And I have to like play therapist. But it's like so hilarious. And then That's everyone loosens cool. up. He's like, do your own makeup. Yeah, yeah. like, do we really have to pay someone? And then I send them a bunch of costs to get really good hair and makeup, and people are like, what? People, that is a thing that people they don't get it. I feel like here are the things. It's Tell a me you agree. Like flowers, people always underestimate. I'm like, yes. not only are you paying this person because they're an artist, but flowers actually cost money. Yeah. Like they're expensive. And labor, labor yeah. is yeah. insane. People don't get it. And yeah. hair and makeup, people always. If shocked. you're not someone, I mean, maybe. If you go to like couples in New York, know that it's the type of woman who does gives her sure she gets a blowout all the time. Or confused, they're like, "Why yeah. is my blowout at Dry Bar thirty dollars and it's two hundred? So it's not thirty dollars at Dry Bar. What is it now? Forty? It's like sixty. 60. I don't even yeah. know. But still, you're gonna pay with extension more. <laughs> I just looked because I wanted to blow out yesterday <laughs> for the event, and they were like, "Yeah, we could do men's hair," and I was like, "Well, it's really short." And they're like, "It'll be like sixty-five dollars," and I was like. Wow. No, like literally, I just want like some volume. Yeah, your hair looks good though. Did they you do it? No, they weren't. They had no appointments, and I was like gonna suck it up and pay for it. And they're like, our next appointment's at eight p.m. And I was like, well, that's not helpful. It has good volume. But I think, thank you. uh, I think it's because people are unaware, and again, they just think like when I do my makeup, like it's so simple. But what they're not realizing is, like, it's a whole experience. You're going to go get a trial in a beautiful studio where they're going to pour champagne. There's an admin that's emailing me that's doing all the pricing, all the booking, all the accounting. Mm -hmm. Then you have artists who Mm -hmm. need to get paid for their time. They can't do another wedding on your day. That's the thing. Even if that's what people don't understand is, like, yes, you could get your makeup done somewhere and it might be 80. Glam Squad might do it 
now I'm nervous that I'm putting on prices like $80 or something for your makeup, but like they're not $80. They can't do it's all day to yeah. for your wedding yes. and yeah. to anyone else. They're yeah. not making $80 five times. They're no. making what you you're paying their day rate. Sure. Yeah. And then you're they're not even getting that rate because it yeah. has to go back to the business exactly. that has to pay yeah, for right. the building, the yeah. admin, the electricity, mm-hmm. the internet, the water. Yeah. Like that's the thing that people are shocked by. I and I have to be the one as the planner is the first person they reach out to to be like, here's the reality in New York City of yes. what it costs. Yeah. And nobody's ripping you off. I promise you, no one is. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. No one is you trying to take advantage of you. People think that. Think, I think, I don't know where this misnomer yeah. comes from that people feel like that. It's like they say wedding and it costs 10 times the amount. And no it's one's interesting. To meet a wedding professional. These are not billionaires. These are but not people like. Totally. I mean, some of them are, but very, very, very rare. Yeah. But I got a call from the New York Times a few years ago, and they were writing an article about how you say the word wedding and you get ripped off. And I said to them, I couldn't disagree more. And she was like, well, that's not what I want to hear. And I was like, well, that's the reality. And you might find someone who says something differently. And then I basically explained like a venue. Yeah. The difference between a corporate event and a wedding, like mm-hmm. why the rate is different on a Tuesday night yeah. than a Saturday night yeah. with the same thing. And I said, that's a really great question. Let me explain for you yeah. why. And I was like, the lift for a corporate event, they're going to come in once. They're going to email three times. There's mm-hmm. no emotions. There's no alcohol. There's no dancing. Yeah. So the liability, the time is much less. Yeah. And they're going to plan it three to four months out. Yeah. A wedding... This person is booking a year to two years out because of demand in New York City. They're going to come one to 20 times with their mom, with their cousin, with their niece, with their sister, with their planner, with their floors, with their photographer, like with everyone. They're going to want all this, all the amenities. They're going to dance the night away. Their wear and tear is higher. And you have drunk people for a five or six hour open bar. Your liability shoots through the roof. (laughs) And it's a Saturday. You only have one of those a weekend. You have weekdays way more. Like, and she was like, I never thought about it like that. <laughs> and I was like, you're welcome. Write that article. Yeah, that's true. She did it. Yeah. <laughs> or she didn't, didn't quote me because obviously, whatever. No, it's so true. Mm-hmm. I hate that. I don't know. I don't like No that. one wants to take advantage of you. No. But what I will say is there is someone at every price point. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, and if the person you love is not at your price point, mm-hmm. understand that. Mm-hmm. Realize that and find someone in your wheelhouse. And the thing is, is like we all have champagne taste and beer budget at some point in our life, right? Like the beach house I dream of is not the beach house I can afford, (laughs) right? Like, and that's my reality. And so, like, I have to either get creative or lower my expectations of what I want. Yeah. Because that's the way the world works. And it's the same in weddings. You'll have some planner that does full service planning for $10,000 and you'll have another planner that does full service planning for $100,000 and it's sort of like is the $100,000 ripping you off and is the $10,000 a great deal I'm not here to tell you yes or no but you get what you pay for you know and so one thing you don't have to like go into too much detail on the podcast but I think something people always wonder about planners is there's this old I think sort of like thing people are like oh you pay a percentage of your budget for a planner which I think some planners still do but talk a little bit about like how you think about um pricing you don't have to like totally no I'm happy to so we used to be a flat fee firm yeah and ultimately we ended up getting screwed in the end because the thing about weddings is people change their mind all the time yeah they come in saying we want to spend a hundred thousand dollars yeah Fine. On the wedding. On the wedding day. Like, this is what we want to spend. And ultimately, they end up spending a quarter of a million dollars. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and it's not that more money is more work always, but, but usually, usually it is. Yes, and yes. when you start going down one alley and you do yes. all the work for that, yes. and then there's a sharp left turn or a U-turn, yeah. mm-hmm. all of a sudden we're now doing double the work yeah. and we're not being compensated. Yeah. And we had one couple, they were good, they got married in Brooklyn. The, yeah. the couple paid for the wedding in Brooklyn. The mom was paying for the rehearsal dinner. Okay. The original scope of work was a restaurant in Brooklyn. We're okay. buying out a restaurant for 50 people in Brooklyn. Okay. I quoted them a price. Here's what it is. I know the restaurants. This is a light lift for me. Yeah. So this is a light price for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the mom was, I showed her everything in Brooklyn. Every single thing in Brooklyn. And she yeah. was like, ew, I hate Brooklyn. <laughs> and I said, oh, okay. She wanted a country club wedding. Her kids didn't. Yeah. It was a whole thing. Yeah. And she said, we're not doing it in Brooklyn. Show me Manhattan. And I said, oh, okay. No problem. Like, the terms were this, but sure. Yeah. So I show her everything there is in Manhattan. And she ends up booking the welcome dinner at the Whitney. <laughs> and to have an event at the Whitney, you need to be a subscriber, a donor yeah. Yeah. of $100,000 minimum. Yeah. This three or four spaces, it ended up costing more than the wedding. There were more no. vendors than oh the wedding. It was God. a bigger production than the that wedding. Was so fun. And I, as a company, lost money. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And so where the percentage comes in for me yeah. is it basically allows people to change their mind. Yeah. And for That's me to be compensated yeah. for that change. Yeah. And the change is like we added a hundred more guests. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Or we want to do this other thing. Yeah. Or we decided, you know, we were gonna have a DJ and right when we were about to sign the contract contract whoop now we want a band yeah and a band is significantly more work for me from yeah. a sound point of view from a coi point of view yeah. from a stage mm-hmm. like there's many other 100%. things so i think there is a shift at in new york city and around the country yeah. moving towards percentage i think it makes mm-hmm. more sense it totally does. a lot of corporate planners do it it's yeah. like their production fees are percentage of the overall yeah. budget yeah and now you know exactly what it is going in like if you're telling me you want to spend two hundred thousand dollars today yeah then you know what your fee is going to be. Yeah. If you're cheating or lying or hiding and you really want to be here, yeah, that's so yeah. it's not going to work because now you're when you double work up. me, overwork me, yeah. I will get paid for that. Yeah. Totally. And it's a healthier way, I think, because it's clear. I do this too. is the cost yeah. and it's based on the scope. And if you change the scope, the cost changes. And it's yeah. like the thing that people, it's like, don't forget, and this goes with sales and business of any type, is like, it's still in the best incentive of the planner to like save you money where they can and keep you 100%. happy because that's how they, they're not, if you, if they, if you're not happy at the end of the wedding, then you're not recommending that. Sure. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. So it's like, people so sometimes obvious. think like I'm incentivized if they spend more money. Right. And I say, absolutely not. Yeah. That's not my goal here. You've no. given me a budget. You've yeah. given me parameters. Yeah. I presented you a budget at your target number. Right. Yeah, exactly. This protects me along the way for when you decide to make changes, upgrades, mm-hmm. yeah. go from a DJ to a band, or you want to add three bands, or yeah. you want to go shopping for three more dresses. Yeah. Like, all the extra things that yeah. were not included yeah. here yeah. is what it protects me It probably me like from. levels people out, too. In some mm-hmm. capacity, yeah. it does, because yeah. they're like, oh. Yeah. And then I'm like, sure, but you've called me how many times, how many more meetings, how many more site yeah. visits. Like, yeah. all those things take time and energy, and that's our job. Our job is emails, phone calls, meetings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People are like, oh, my God, but you just called me. And I'm like, that's the job. Like, that's if you, so if I build, like, a lawyer build at 400 yeah. an hour, oh, I think I, you would be really thoughtful about how much you called me. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be really thoughtful about how many times you want to meet me. But I don't do that. My couples have full access as many eatings, meetings, phone calls, emails, drinks. Like, you want it, and it's available on the calendar, we're yeah. doing it. 
Right. You know, because you don't know what you don't know. You've never been married unless this is a second or third wedding. Yeah. And you don't know that how you're going to feel or how much you yeah. want FaceTime or email yeah. or Skype yeah. or whatever. So yeah. I want you to have what you want without the awkwardness of, like, hourly billing. Yeah. yeah. No, You know, so... Okay, I want to jump into our questions that we source from actual couples who are planning their weddings. We get these from Instagram DMs, but also we're scouring the secret Facebook Slide into my DM. (laughs) And we have time for, I think, a couple questions. Um, And we want to get your expert opinion. So we've tailored them a little bit to what you are good at. So, okay, first question. I'm stuck on readings. I've always planned on reading from the Supreme Court ruling on same-sex marriage. Background, we're a straight couple, but it explains why I want to get married, and I like that it's a Supreme Court case, and my partner worked in the Supreme Court for the judge that's officiating our wedding. My worry is that we are appropriating gay culture or not honoring the struggle of same-sex couples. What do you think? I believe they're referring to the Ruth Bader Ginsburg um, ruling and reading and mm-hmm. I think it's really a beautiful statement on marriage mm-hmm. and why marriage is for all couples so I don't think it's at all appropriating yeah. us right like marriage the point of fighting for equality was not to have something different yeah not to have gay marriage and straight marriage but to have yes. marriage yeah and so for me I think it's a powerful strong quote by the Supreme Court mm-hmm. and they should absolutely use that quote yeah and I think it I mean, it's like this idea about how language is so important and doing this, I think, just, you know, further initiates the fact that this is equal. Totally. That we are making this equal. Yeah, that we yeah. can all have access to the same thing yeah. under the law of the United States of America. Yes. So I think especially if her fiancé, you know, worked in the Supreme yeah. Court, it makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. Send me a video. I want to see it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, next question what do you think of a male engagement ring? My fiancé has said for years that he wants one because why should girls get all the bling? Listen, if you want bling, you should have bling. You should have whatever makes you happy. Personally, I don't wear any jewelry. I don't like jewelry personally. But uh, if you love bling, you should have bling in your ring. Whether you're male, female, in between, you have to decide. Yeah. You should You should have it. Yeah, why is it limited bling. to women only? Yeah. Right? Like if you want a bling ring, ask for what you want. Yeah. That's it. I love that. Okay, any advice on updating a chuppah? My family is really traditional, and I definitely want to honor our heritage, but I also want our chuppah to match our modern glam decor. So for those who don't know what a chuppah is, it's essentially the religious component, um, the structure you have to be married under in a Jewish ceremony. And the significance is you're building a home. So the basic rules for a chuppah are you need four posts and a roof, right, for your home. Mm-hmm. freestanding or held by your friends. So I think as long as you have those things, those elements, you can play with it from a design point of view. Yeah. So if you want something glamorous, maybe you're getting gold poles or maybe you're hanging diamonds or crystals or using a fabric that's really lush and pretty. Mm-hmm. Don't feel like you have to embrace an old school hubbah that you have in your mind. Mm-hmm. As long as you're honoring the tradition of four posts mm-hmm. and a roof, I say go crazy and have fun and glam it up if that's your vibe. I love that. Okay, any new ideas out there for a unity ceremony? We've seen the candle and the planting a tree thing and just really want to do something different from everyone else. 
I mean, the point of the unity ceremony is the visualization of two becoming one. Mm -hmm. So I would say think about what's important in your relationship. Like if you love to drink wine, maybe you make a wine blend. Or if you love going to the beach, maybe you blend sand together. Um, Think about what makes you happy as a couple and how you spend your time when you're not working and try to incorporate something in that way. I think it's easy to search for what others have done, but with a little bit of hard work, you can create something new and fresh mm-hmm. that's unique to your your love story yeah as long as two become one you know and yeah. you sing the spice girl song i think like that's <laughs> basically that's what it the is way to do you it, know I what i mean the unity ceremony just include just the spice, play girls. spice girls and then whatever you're doing you'll be totally fine <laughs> okay last question how do i keep my whole wedding cohesive from save the date to the day after brunch I'm not really into having a bunch of cheesy signs and matching font, but is that the only way to make all of this look like one event properly? So I don't think anything has to be one event properly. I think you can absolutely have fun with your branding from start to finish. I think that as long as you have some consistency in color, shape, or style, then it doesn't all have to match, match, match. Like if you're a person that loves mix and match, then play with that, Mm -hmm. but do it intentionally and do it in a smart way. You don't want to confuse people and thinking like, oh, is this the same wedding? Is this Mm -hmm. the same, you know? But if your stationery then matches your linens and matches your china, your flatware, your glassware, your chairs, then I think you can absolutely play with everything. And set the tone from the start. So on your website, maybe the tab that says brunch is in the color that you want to lean into in the stationery for brunch. Mm -hmm. And so that it all tells one story, but it doesn't have to be a perfectly tied up matchy-matchy story. Have fun with color, texture, pattern, font. Mm -hmm. Just don't be schizophrenic. Unless that's your vibe and that's like what you want (laughs) is to confuse people. (laughs) Then I say like, go for it. it. They'll be like hung over and like, what the fuck? But like, if that's your goal, invite me because it'd be really fun. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Joe, thank you so much for You're coming so on Love Stories Radio. This was such a fun episode. Yeah, I had a great time. We definitely have to have you back. I, I would love that already. Yeah. Where can people find you? Uh, the best place is Instagram at Jove Meyer, J O V E M E Y E R, or our website, jovemeyerevents.com. Great. Thanks, yeah. Joe. Thank you. Reminder to everyone listening out there, if you have a question you want answered on an upcoming episode, you can email it to questions at lovestoriestv.com. You can DM us on Instagram at lovestoriestv or ask it in our Slack group for brides-to-be and wedding pros, which you can join by going to bit.ly slash lstvslack. And if you have feedback about one of our answers, we definitely want to hear from you. You can share your thoughts and feelings on those same channels. Don't forget to subscribe to Love Stories Radio and leave us a review on iTunes. We love when people say nice things about us. And also, it helps other wedding lovers out there, like you, discover our show. And last but not least, are you a wedding pro? Email loveclub at lovestoriestv.com to get more info about how you can join our partner program, The Love Club. We help wedding pros build their brands and connect with a pipeline of customers on lovestoriestv.com and on our marketing channels, leveraging both the real wedding videos that feature their work and original content. So that's it. We'll see you back here next week. Bye.